0: It is now 23 minutes after three o'clock in conversation with Dr. Chidoja Jaseñere from the UJ's Institute of Pan-African Thought and Conversation. What do leaders gain when they refuse to relinquish power? In his last address before the world leaders at the 77th session of the United Nations General Assembly, Nigeria's President Mohamedou Buhari promised to leave a legacy of free and fair elections as his eight-year tenure comes to an end in may next year buhari also criticized leaders who refused to relinquish power saying he has seen how this has caused problems for many countries dr Nyerere now joining us on the line dr Nyerere good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us why is this even news
1: good afternoon adrian and the listeners it is news because he's an incumbent president who is already signaling that he will be able to release and relinquish power, which is a very good thing. Come to think of it in terms of African presidents. So Africa in general is notorious for presidents who refuse to relinquish power after their tenure has expired. So we, we look at Africa, uh, the 10 most uh, serving presidents, the longest serving presidents are found in Africa. Mm. So Africa alone has been very problematic. You can think of Uganda's uh, president, Yoweri Seven, uh, who has been in power for 36 years. Uh, Congo brothers, uh, Denis Ngueso, has been in power since 1997. Rwanda's Paul Kagame, has been in power since near year 2000. So these are ex- period of, of, of somebody who runs a, a state to be in the position of power. There are many, many intricacies involved, but to overstay really is a problem because no matter how good you are, as a president or how good you are as a leader, if you overstay, you then tend to expose a lot of flaws that undo the legacy that you are trying to build. Professor Lumumba of Kenya has actually argued that the more these presidents stay in power, they become demigods of sorts. And that alone, honestly, one cannot always be right all the time, in spite of all the Politics around it cannot be that one continues to be in power 20, 30 years or more. What more would really Mm. one still want to offer a country?
0: So there's the one aspect around relinquishing power. And this is now after an election has taken place. But there's also the other aspect of not wanting to leave um, the seat because um, the electorate continuously expresses confidence in your party or continuously expresses confidence in you. And how do we address that particular part, which has to deal more with the individual, because it's in the individual who consistently makes themselves available? So
1: the individual should then be able to say no. You can refuse to say I want to take up office in spite of people wanting me to be in the position of power. Now, this is not an African problem alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, the will to power, we can see it almost everywhere. If I can just give an example, um, the president of China, Xi Jinping, has been in power since 2014. So in 2018 he was instrumental in doing away with term limits so there are now no term limits in china this actually means that he still can contest even after the so-called term limit that he initially had so too is the russian president uh, vladimir putin he has also abolished term limits and these are countries to look out for in terms of dictatorial tendencies however they can always rebut that argument to say their economies are doing very well. And correctly so. In Africa, the problem is that even if those individuals do want to, to, to relinquish power and the electorate says keep on, the, the results are not so favorable. Most of these countries are poor countries after all.
0: Yeah. And the AU has a charter that deals with this issue around uh, constitutional um, presidential term limits. However, though, um, we see that every now and then um, you find that um, those are being transgressed or just amid um, the election campaigning, you see that there's an amendment to the constitution. Is the AU failing in that or does the AU even have their teeth to deal with that aspect?
1: My, my view is that the AU, when it comes to enforcing its own rules, its own uh, constitutive act, it's a toothless bulldog. They, they say that they pay lip service to transformation, but they do not put their money where their mouth is. So the AU has failed, categorically failed to enforce. Because, remember, the AU is a collective of these presidents that we are speaking about so sometimes they find it very difficult to call each other out on the very issues that they transgress in their own domain so i'm afraid the au will not help us in this regard
0: thank you so much for your time dr chido Chase nyere who is from the ujs institute for pan-african thought and conversation